0: this is episode 48 of the gamer sushi show this week we talk about two-hour games the daisy interview and nintendo trying to win back hardcore gamers
1: Hi, welcome to the Gamer's Issue Show. I'm Eddie.
2: I'm Jeff.
3: I'm Mitch. I'm Anthony.
1: And this is episode 48 of the podcast.
3: Hooray! We're edging into yeah. half a century.
1: Getting closer to episode 50, although I think Jeff is still drunk casting it every week. Because Jeff's it's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's just Thursday. I do what I want! Listen, I laughed really hard at the last podcast when Jeff was like, yeah, I'm having alcohol because it makes me feel better. And da, 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 and I'm like, that's alcoholism, Jeff. I thought that was pretty good.
2: My favorite part of the last podcast was when you said something that you said we weren't going to talk about. And then Mitch goes,
0: surprise.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that killed me even when I was driving the next day, like and, like thinking about it.
1: So. Nice. So we are kind of free forming it. We're kind of uh, free ball in it. This oh, podcast. Uh, about, we
3: don't right? need to hear about your personal nudity, Eddie.
1: Well,
2: Eddie's got a kid. Laundry's been tough to do. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Uh, in terms of like actual games, when we kind of talk about games that we're playing this week, I, I haven't really played much. <laughs>
3: you're, you're playing that's, the game the of problem. when do I get to sleep, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the that's problem. Like, when I play like a
2: sixty-hour JRPG, is I'm still playing the same thing I've been playing since April first. <laughs>
1: Nice. So, um Sorry. this week we're just going to kind of wing it. I think top on the list, we're not going to do any Resident Evil stuff, but we top on the list is BioShock Infinite's delay. BioShock Infinite was delayed to February of 2013, which makes for a very sad Jeff.
3: It does. I'm I'm sure Nick is really sad too. Um I'm I'm actually like I'm I'm, I'm a little suicidal. Well, I mean, so on one hand, like, I would rather them take more time to make it even better, but yeah, I want to play, that. that is the game that I want to play more than anything else right now, other than... The
1: rumor, and granted, it's rumors and video game reporting, the rumor is that it is being delayed for network reasons for multiplayer.
3: I am not necessarily fully against multiplayer. Okay. Um... I actually kind of like the BioShock 2 multiplayer for a little while. The problem was that the um, I didn't play it constantly and and the difficulty curve got really high like really quickly. It,
2: it was hard when I got to it. Now, the thing is about this one is BioShock 2 is made by an entirely different company, so if they do multiplayer yeah. for Infinite, this will be Ken Levine supervising right, right. the multiplayer. I think that would be So, so really... what I
3: would like to see is something more like Mass Effect 3 where it's it's op That is Mm -hmm. actually... That is my ideal multiplayer. I was actually even willing to... uh, Sorry about that, guys. I was even willing to um, play that with public matches. So, I mean, like, I will... I'm actually to the point where I'm willing to play co-op stuff um, publicly.
1: Well, it makes more sense because you're... Yeah, it's not... The the learning curve doesn't quite matter as much, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Yeah, it totally makes sense. So, I'll be curious to see kind of what happens with that. Um,
2: The other rumor is that it's being pushback because they uh, found out that Grand Theft Auto 5 could be ready by October and they said, well, we'll release that instead.
0: Right. I'll believe that when I'm holding Grand Theft Auto 5 in my yeah. hands this October. Yeah.
2: I know. Well, that was Michael Pachter being like, I'm going to pull something directly out of my ass. <laughs> well, yeah, and they I'd they like haven't you guys even, to report it as
3: fact. If, if if Grand Theft Auto 5 was coming out in October, they would have been inundating us with trailers by now. So. Yeah,
1: They haven't even given any kind of... They haven't even said like a year, right?
3: Uh no. They, okay, they they've said just anything.
1: done the they've just done the one trailer, but they haven't said like a year or a qu- you if know you, Q you know.
2: And actually, if like, we don't hear anything by E three, then it's not coming out. This oh yeah. Year.
3: I hadn't even like thought about that like because I was about to say they haven't even done a trailer, but I was like oh they did that one trailer what six months ago a year yeah. ago like, and that kind of
2: like I don't know maybe it's just me and my disappointment with Grand Theft Auto four, but like that trailer it got a lot of interest for like a week and then it went completely away. Yeah, like it's and nobody even talks about Grand Theft Auto 5 now. Like it is—it's a very a puzzling. Hot thing it's with, very, it's very puzzling.
1: Yeah, it's very puzzling that they came out with that trailer and then just did nothing for months. <laughs> yeah, I, I <laughs> whereas don't, don't like Assassin's Creed 3 is. I feel like they've actually done a pretty good job with it. Except, so, well, I've got one beef with something they did. Um, like and favorite
0: to find out what Eddie's beef
1: is. Yes, we get a exactly. million likes. Eddie will tell you his beef. Exactly. That's essentially what they did with this new trailer. They just came out with. They came out with like a teaser trailer for the gameplay trailer and said that if you get enough, if we get enough like likes and shares on our website, then they'll release the rest of it. I'm like, basically, you're asking us to market your game for you. Why? Like, why is that a thing now? I, you know what I mean? Like,
3: I, yeah, <laughs> I don't understand how that even. That drives pays, me pays, nuts. I don't understand how that even pays off. But there must yeah. be some like. If you can yeah, because everyone's just
2: gonna go. They're gonna like it, and then they're gonna unlike it after they see the trailer. Yeah. Or you're gonna be like me, and I didn't even know about it until you guys just told me exactly. about it. Exactly. And yeah, then I watched no, the trailer, no, no. and it's like, oh, cool.
1: It's, it's like you're asking us to do your job for you. Now that beef aside, I feel like they've actually done a pretty good job of. They wait. I felt like they waited till the right time to release information, art, first tra- first trailer. Now this trailer, and where like it's Game like Informer cover story. I mean, yeah, like they've because, done a good job of. Yeah. And they they didn't start doing it last year. They kind of waited till about six months out, because it's coming out in what October, yeah, right?
3: Yeah. And that trailer yeah. whips
2: ass. I mean, the new
1: trailer like, is incredible.
2: I yeah, get a good, sick. and I haven't played it, but I mean, I know about it. I get a Metal Gear Solid Three vibe of him running around in the woods and yes. stuff like that. That yeah. looks.
1: Cool. the the free running on the trees and the yes well,
3: the, and the camera angle I feel like the camera angles were different too like I feel like it was a lot more dynamic with the way it was even like moving around and, and watching him do stuff like that it was much more cinematic yeah if, if yes. that like if the, and that was I don't know if that's just because it's a trailer but if that's how the gameplay is that's kind of awesome
1: yeah it looks I mean, like some like... of the free running stuff the it looked like that looked like actual stuff to me um what's cool th- there's I mean there's the stuff where he fights the bear. There's like the huge epic battle where Fair he's fun. running around in the middle of it. But um the one there was they've also showed a couple of moves and stuff that were pretty cool. There was the one where he like shoots the thing down at the dude and then uses it to hang him while he jumps down out of the tree. Yeah. Was a stinking cool move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, and just like the, the scenes of like the, the, the armies marching towards each other and like shooting all their rifles and the battles going on, like is there going to be, like, a battle and, like, you get to control your guy as he maybe makes his way through the battle looking for a target or something like that to kill? That would be really cool.
3: I bet they play with the tower defense mechanic again. I mean, A little I, bit. I, I didn't really like it. But, but I, I don't mean,
2: know. They got a lot of shit for it. I don't even know if they'll put that one in the next game. Well, like, the, the that was the, the only thing that was universally criticized in all the reviews I read.
3: I, I could see that. I mean, I ended up basically playing the game... To avoid having to do that at all costs.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was always like, anytime my my wanted level went up in like the slightest, I would I would go get it down because I didn't want to do the tower defense.
0: Always the uh, sign of a the successful gameplay mechanic. Not going to be Assassin's Creed Three.
1: Oh, it's not. Okay. Yeah. No, I I just looked that up. Fact checking. Hooray! So Mitch, uh, Mitch, Mitch is our Resident Evil, a Resident Wow, Resident <laughs> Assassin's Creed. He's lover. just our Resident
3: Evil. <laughs> uh, our Resident Evil Canadian, yeah. I so no, uh, remember,
0: remember I don't like the Resident Evil trailer because of the clips. Yeah. <laughs> How did you feel about this? This was just a clip, a bunch of clips of gameplay cut together. So,
1: but so, but it was, was done. Creepy. It was done better. Oh, okay. Ah. Better clips are better, uh, is what he's saying. Yeah. Yes. And what was cool was there was there was also another shot of and I had heard about this in a preview, of him running through the city and he dives into a window.
0: Yes, that's something I wanted to bring up because he's like perched on a lamppost and then he like jumps into someone's house and runs out the other side. That looks pretty awesome because like I all like the that. all the cities from the previous games have just pretty much been set dressing. Like you couldn't really interact with any of the houses or stuff. They were just
3: buildings with locked doors. I did not yeah. catch that. That sounds yeah.
2: Awesome.
1: It's uh, about one twenty, and and I Does heard you have that, like a
2: Ferris Bueller chase where you just like run through people's houses. and stuff
1: Yeah. Well, and I, and I heard that um that's going to be kind of random. Like it's not always going to be the same window open. Oh, from what? awesome. From what I read, I've like, on a, on a coyote Kotaku
2: thing. I just run into
3: a wall. Like, it was open last where time.
1: It's one of those things that kind of triggers if you're in the middle of a chase that it, you might see a window open, um. you know. Have I mentioned
3: so, how much I'm going to pre-order this
0: right now? <laughs> yeah, I, dude, I just love how, like, fluid the combat looks in this one. Like, when he drops yeah. down and all the guys fire their rifle and they miss him and he just, like, jumps into the middle of them and starts tearing them up well, with his yeah, axe. They, they've, had to, they've had to
1: change the combat because then you know, the last Assassin's Creed games, you're dealing with guys with blades, but now you're dealing with guys that almost all have long-range weapons. So they've said they've actually had to change the way he fights. You know, to deal with that for a game, and we've talked about this a lot. For a game that I was so down on after playing the last one, they've done a very good job at getting me excited about this next game.
2: I'm excited about this game too. Having only like, I'm a fan of the 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 second game. uh, We've been over this. Like, I really uh, liked it a lot, Uh, but I've never like just been like all out wow for. You know the whole franchise um but this one looks really fucking cool i really i really like it look i
1: mean they had a different team they had the assassin's creed 2 team on it it looks like they spent some time kind of rebuilding it from the ground up which is what it yeah. probably needed mm-hmm. um yeah, it sounds
2: like they had like the b and c team doing the last two using yeah the assassin's creed 2 engine and then now they're like okay this is what we've been working on all those guys have been digging around making sure that the bills get bills <laughs> got paid yeah, yeah.
1: So um, I guess we'll switch gears a little bit here to talk very briefly about another Ubisoft game that some screenshots have come out from this week. Um, People are starting to pass around what looks to be Beyond Good and Evil 2 screens for Next Generation, which is pretty neat for me. I know not everyone here has played it, but I just wanted to bring it up real quick. I've played enough
3: of the first one to be excited about that. Yeah, I mean, I'll get around to it eventually. (laughs) Yes, I, I feel the same. I'm glad it exists.
2: You know, but I have not played the first
3: one. Here's the I've thing: Will like this things. game ever see the light of day? Because
1: uh, they've been talking about Beyond Good and Evil 2 for a very, 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 very long time. We could do we yeah. could do a buy or sell
0: if <laughs> if Beyond Good and Evil 2 actually ever sees the light of day. I think well, now Evil's that it's like because... reportedly next generation, I think it's got a more more likely to see the light of day as opposed to being yeah. this generation. Mm-hmm.
2: The fact that they just released a screenshot is probably a good sign. So, yeah. I don't know. There were there plenty screenshots of, of Duke Nukem before it
0: came <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah, but Beyond Good and Evil 2 has a chance of being good.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that. it has a chance of being good. And, you know, this is something like just out of nowhere, they're like, oh, look, here's a screenshot. Like, Duke Nukem was something that I feel like was always in the media. And this is like...
3: Oh, endless. yeah. No, I, th- I thought this game was yeah. dead, dead dead. Like, I-, I thought that they had given up. On yeah, the like,
2: game. I feel like this was their way of saying
3: like, hey, guys, don't forget about us. We'll see you and, you know. Two years on PS4 and Xbox 720. Yeah. Like, I, no, <laughs> connect. It's, it's exclusive to the iPad 5 is what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be on the Nintendo 4DS.
1: Nice. So, in terms of other um, news and stuff, should we talk about what we're playing real quick, or do we want to talk about other things that.
3: I mean.
2: I can, we can I can just briefly give an update without yeah. explaining the whole mechanics of a game yeah yeah i'm still playing xenoblade chronicles it is very long but i'm really enjoying it
1: yeah, my how, how many hours, not... how many hours would you say you're into it now
2: uh, oh i know exactly how many uh 35 i'm 35 hours okay. into it, and i looked on a walkthrough the other day just to see what area i'm in in relation to when the game ends um and, I do that uh,
1: all the time with RPGs now.
2: Yeah, all the fucking time. Like, um, I'll scroll
1: down on a on an FAQ, and then I'll be like, okay, I've scrolled this much. How much more do I have to scroll to get to the end?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. And the one that I was looking at, this guy, this is one of the, I hate when people do, like, a walkthrough like this. Uh, it's one of those where, like, you do exactly what he says. You, like, he doesn't, like, give you the walkthrough and then the side quest in a separate one. It's like okay, now you're going to go and do, I'll this, go side do this side quest. This side quest. quest yeah. So there's like a big section of just like finishing up the side quest before you go to the final area. So I was like, if I take that out, I'm probably within 15 hours of beating this game. Right. So um, even GameStop is trying to tempt me with a, if you turn it in on by Sunday, you'll get $25 guaranteed, you know, trade-in value. And that's one of the things that I get irritated with is when the, when the retailers try to rush me through a game. Yeah. You know, that's what annoys me, but... I'm really enjoying it, and I'm not going to fall to their temptation. I've, I'm going to see it through. I really like it.
1: So, does it hold in your rankings from the power rankings?
2: I believe it does. Like it, there, there are times when I'm like, I really want to play something else just because I've been playing this so long and I have all these other games. But then every time I try to like, uh, I think I'll just, you know, quit for a while. Now something happens and I, I get really like into it again. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah. it's managed to hold my interest this long, like playing through it straight. Um, this,
1: this actually will transition us into another topic in a minute about short games versus long games but
3: yeah i mean that's that's kind of been but before we get there i i'm doing kind of the same thing i I, like my thing for a long time has been to avoid long games as much as possible yeah i mean i I, you're literally
2: avoiding skyrim still
3: yeah no i haven't (laughs) i have not put skyrim in my xbox at all um my brother like i i i bought it uh shared it with my brother he beat the main quest already like you know three or four months ago um I finally gave in and started playing Kingdoms of Amalur. Uh, it was uh on sale, and I had some credit, so I got it for four dollars. And I was just oh, that's awesome. Them. um And I, it, it, actually turns out that it's it's just as long, probably as as Skyrim. Um, yeah, it's a long game. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you're dude. playing that without <laughs> the other. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like a shortest it's, fable. It's, it's pretty like, long. No, yeah. No. I, so, so that's the thing. Like. It's not that I don't like those type of games, it's just that I am trying to manage my free time and actually like read books and catch up on TV and, and stuff like that. So. Well, when
1: you when you've got one game that just dominate like kind of Anthony situation, even though Xenoblade is fun, when right. you've got this one game that dominates your life for like 3 months. Yeah. That's so yeah. frustrating sometimes.
2: Yeah. It I is cuz I mean, we all know I've got a huge backlog and it just keeps getting bigger and i don't know why i keep buying fucking games right. i'm not gonna play for a long time so i'm just like well ah!
1: that's what i was telling mitch like I, gosh, like I keep almost jumping ahead like me and mitch keep talking about how we want to play the arma 2 day z mod but i'm like i have to finish a couple of things before i buy another game like i just have to i have to finish fez and i bought dear esther and i have to finish that
2: yeah see i can't even think about fez until i gotta clear off something well, the lucky thing is, the nice
3: thing about fez is that it, it's like five six hours maybe
1: yeah and dear Esther's only like an hour and a half or two
2: yeah, but I still got trials every now and then. and I go in one of those
1: binges. Yeah. See, the trials is the only thing I've got time to play right now. Um, well, I played a little bit of Dear Esther last night, but that's you know and be- before I get going, Mitch. You, what have what have you been playing?
0: Um, nothing, <laughs> nothing, <laughs> really. Nothing. Mass Effect Two, right? I, I'm, no, I'm still playing Mass Effect Three. Oh, okay. And that that's it. I haven't been playing any new games. I've I've had Syndicate since February. I bought it once when I was drunk for full price. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, um yeah, I've been meaning to get around to that, but I I haven't. When should we start doing our Daisy playthrough? Or play As soon as I can scrounge up $30 to mm. buy uh, Operation Arrowhead. Okay, are we going to do our Chronicles? <laughs> yes, the Daisy Chronicles. Yeah, I actually really yeah. like this idea. But we'll I talk hope about Daisy better
2: than the Half-Life 2 Chronicles.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get ready for the first two installments of that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> installments 3 and 4 to come. Eh, Whatever.
0: Burn. We're on we're on Valve time. Deal yeah. with it. Valve time. Yeah,
2: exactly. Well, that's you were, we were playing a Valve game, so it's only appropriate that we just kind of like uh, <laughs> let it go unfinished. Yeah. I
1: don't know, well, like, no, no, the strategy was we're gonna wait till they announce Half Life Three, and then we're gonna finish it in the lead up to Half Life Three. Right. That's, that's the right. That's, plan, what,
3: that's right? that was the plan. That's just <laughs> like how my plan was to. Uh, hold off on reading books three and four of the, uh, song of ice and fire because I was like, I- I'll wait until book five comes out. And then like three years passed and I forgot everything I read in the first <laughs> two books. So everybody wins.
1: Nice. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and transition here. Cause we're still kind of on the same topic a little bit. Like, um, all I've had time to play is like trials evolution, um, little quick bits of, of gaming. Um, while I try to learn, you know, Motherhood. yeah what it means to like be a dad and be able to like do other things <laughs> so um but it's interesting Final Fantasy 6 yeah actually I actually did pull that out in the hospital for a few minutes nice <laughs> cuz i brought the ah, ds up. So but um, I'm trying to level up but um it, it's interesting i read an article this week um and it's actually what prompted me to buy Dear Esther but i read an article
0: it was an IGN article randomly enough they actually had a good article <laughs> Wait, they have articles in general. I thought they just had nines. <laughs> Nine nines
2: with- next to everything.
0: <laughs> but no, it was it was
1: it was a good article where it was basically. So I don't. I didn't agree with everything he said, but he was basically saying that like the two hour game is the future, um, the two hour experience. And it's funny because he, he kind of wrote about this that a lot of people have this, um, this notion about ten and fifteen paying ten and fifteen dollars for a game they only play for two hours once. But he was like, that's a movie ticket. You know, that's the price of a of. You yeah, know, that, paying to go buy, see a movie,
3: buying a movie. Yeah, I mean. Yeah,
1: and and or even going to see a movie, and you don't even yeah, get to own right. it. You know, so he was like, it's just a two to three hour experience, um, and and I loved what um, the guy that that made Dear Esther and like the guy behind Journey both were saying. I forget which one said which, but one of them was like, we either have these super long games like Xenoblade Chronicles, Anthony. He was like, or we have games that you play when you're like taking a crap. He's like, we don't seem to have anything in between those two spectrums, um, and so he was saying that that it only makes sense that we aim for experiences that are short enough, like shorter that don't require you. And he was saying it's because games cost so much that they feel like they've got to just pump you full of like this ridiculous amount of content. Um, and then I want to say it was the guy that made Journey, Genova Chen, the producer of Journey, that was saying um, that like mature gamers like they don't have time for. I mean, he's like, when you were in college, you had time for all this stuff, but like as you grow up, you don't have time to play right. forty to sixty-hour games all the time. Oh yeah, no,
2: that's I had the money. See, now I've got the money to buy all the games that I want, but I don't have the time to play them. And in college, yeah. it was the opposite. Exactly. I had time, but I didn't have the money.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I've still so- got Skyrim. I've got. I've got Eco and I've got MGS H D and I've got Fez and I've got you know, I've got this pile of games and I would like to play Kingdoms of Amalore and Diablo Three comes out next week and (laughs) like I can I can afford all these games but
2: they pad these games. Like even, even Xenoblade, like it still has the traditional JRPGs like, you know, well we've gotten into this place, but oh we need to find the power source for this elevator and then we need to, you know I mean? Like fetch quests.
1: Yeah. Can, uh, like, can, can still... we just scrap that in games now? Yeah, exactly.
2: It's like, can we just, can I just get through the dungeon? Well, you know, please like straight through, kill enemies and get through the dungeon. And I was gonna have to like rebuild the whole schematics
0: of this place.
1: And that was this thing too. It was like, we, he's like most games that have like 30 or 40 hours, you know, in, you know, scare quotes, 30 to 40 hours of content really only have
3: about 15. Mm hmm. It's you like, know. yeah, 15 of main quest and then 15 hours of, like, filler. Yeah. 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 And
2: then between that and the cutscenes and everything. I
3: Well, I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm starting to feel like whenever I do finally get around to picking up Skyrim, I almost want to see if I can focus on the main quest and ignore everything else. It's hard to do in that game. I know game. it'll be hard. <laughs> it's, hard to, it's hard to do in Amalur, too, or too yeah. because I'll be, like, trying to – I'll have to hike across the map to get to the next main quest thing, and there's like all these exclamation points that are quests, and I'm like, shit, I want to get those quests.
0: Yeah, dude. If you walk into a v- the village, can have like one house and two people, but somehow you'll end up with like twenty quests. Right. It's like, the know, chicken, like I I get, every are time are in Skyrim, quests. I would get
2: stressed when I get into a new town yeah. because I'd be like, I want to, I want to visit everything. I would purposely like,
1: run around towns.
2: Yeah, like I, you get into a town, and you're like, you know the towns lay out there. You can go left, you can go right. So, okay, I'll go left and I'll clear that I'll come back this way and I'll talk to these people and everything. And then I've got like a thousand new quests and my next main quest that I was going to focus on makes me required. to have to go all the way to like the North West part of the map, which is like a 20 minute walk. Provided I don't stop, which you know I'm going to. Yeah, provided, so I was provided
1: like, you don't run into a dragon or another quest. Dragon, that... dragon the, or, yeah, I mean, the exactly. The funny
3: thing is that, like, we're complaining about this, but I enjoy that, like, almost purposely. I love it. I love it. But it's I like, know, it's like it. it's masochism just... after a certain point. Like, yeah. I, like, that's where I reached with Oblivion. I played Oblivion for, like, 140 hours. Jeez. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. That is the only Xbox game I have 100%ed. I have every achievement in that game, and it was. Because, I feel like that's like the sickest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, <laughs> the only one I have is Bastion. That's my only hundred percent. Well, it's because I saw those achievements and I saw that they were all things I could actually achieve if I if I just kept playing it. So I just kept playing.
1: These it. achievements are achievable. Well, no, but seriously,
3: like sometimes you see them and they're just skill based. Like it's it's yeah. like you 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 have to do this thing or only, time like, consuming. Kill or,
2: a million of these. Sure, guys.
3: sure, yeah, stuff that I'm never like I I'm. You know, I'm not the one to get, like, hardcore... Mitch, you
0: 100% in Mass Effect 3, right? Yep, I just got the uh, Kill 5,000 Dudes achievement, like, a week ago. Okay, okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I don't tend to want to replay games on a higher difficulty setting, so I never end up getting those. But, I, I, I don't know, just for whatever reason, like, that was... Well, after a certain point, I was—I was. I was uh, my argument was, well, I'll know I'm done when I've got all the achievements. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: well, you might yeah. as well. It's like, okay, well, because yeah. you could just not cut it off anytime. So, yeah. I mean, it's—I uh, don't mean, know. It's interesting. Like I, I, like I said, I didn't agree with everything they said in the IGN article about like it's the future because I think there's still a space for long games. You know, like
2: mm-hmm. Uncharted eight hours. You know. Yeah. Like, but, that's fine. But it's I agree. It's like five,
1: four. like. And we talk about it all the time, and I know that it's it's not going to change anything. Um, that, like, the publishers, that games are going to keep getting more expensive. But it's like, seriously, make a 10 to 15 hour game. Don't pump it full of a bunch of useless stuff. Shrink your dev team yeah. and charge 30 or 40 bucks for it, you know? Because right. I'll, I I'll happily play. Yeah. Like, not-
2: it doesn't necessarily mean because this much. Like this game is twenty dollars, so it's a crappy budget title or whatever. Yeah. Remember that's what happened with NFL 2K. Remember they said we're going to release it for nineteen ninety nine. You know, to undercut Madden, and everybody thought it was a crappy budget title. Yeah. And it wasn't worth anything, and so they didn't buy it. Yeah. You know, it's like that. We need to. They need to like get a, that out of gamers' heads and just say like, you know, look, you buy ninety nine cent crap on the iPhone that you play all well, the time and you well, love yeah, it, and you the think thing, it's high quality.
3: People, people think digital should be cheap, and I, yep. you know, it's like like we've talked about.
2: Right, yeah. I have
3: like I have that perception too, where I I am, I like buying stuff digitally, but I don't want to pay the sixty dollars for one game price for a digital thing. So I can relate to that. I think some people are a bit extreme about the pricing. Yeah,
2: I had uh, to justify buying Final Fantasy Tactics on the iPhone to myself because was, what, you know it's like right? it's like yeah, it was like seventeen dollars or something like that. Which, Which you know you're going to
1: get your money's worth out of that. It's, you know i to it get it's, quite, yeah. it's, like,
2: it's one of my top three games of all time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's on your phone, and then you still and, have
1: to rationalize it. Yeah, I did the same exactly.
2: thing. Exactly, and and what I did, the, the way I got around it was, well, this is the PSP version with the cutscenes yep. that I've never seen <laughs> and the new yep. characters and classes. Therefore, I haven't played this version, even though I still have my PS One version. So it's not like I can just pop this into my PlayStation One. Or my I think I put, put about
1: twenty hours into that. I just kind of play it at random times, like really random no, times.
2: Me too. I, I there's always like some new casual game that I end up. Well, I told like you. Right now, that... I'm playing Spell Tower a lot.
3: Yeah. Well I told you guys uh Spell Tower is fantastic. I love yes, it. Yes, it is. It is. But um uh Max Payne I made the
2: mistake of showing it to my fiance.
3: <laughs> Max Payne is actually like surprisingly like it it you know, it it shows its age, but for an iPad game, like that's impressive that they can basically take a PS one game, right? Or PS two PS two. Yeah, PS two yep. game and, and port it almost exactly over. So that's how does it control? Uh it's got, you know, the, the on screen Pads oh, in okay. Touch. So it's the same thing, but
2: don't you love the 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 extreme over the top hard-boiled like dialogue in that game and everything?
3: Yeah, it crack me up. It but... just
2: cracks me up like no, the it rain, was... like bullets rain down on my head.
3: You know? I got, I, I mean, I got it for like 3.99, you know, something like
2: That's that. not bad. I I bought it for 19.99 back in like 2002 or something like that. So that's a good deal for you. Yeah.
3: Nice.
1: Well, it was funny that that article actually made me go buy Dear Esther because I had heard about Dear Esther, but I. I didn't really know anything about it. I just knew that people were—it was kind of like an indie darling, and people were excited about it. So I actually went and bought it. It was for ten bucks. And I feel like
2: everything's an indie darling. <laughs> yeah, we've that's talked true. about that.
1: <laughs> but um, it—I don't know if you guys have even seen anything of it. But there's a trailer for it. Heard um, sure about it? It's basically—you don't really do anything. You walk around, and it's actually got really incredible music. And basically, it's you're you're shipwrecked on this island. It's like Myst, but without puzzles. <laughs> pretty much is the only way to describe it. You're um, losing me here. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like that makes it sound really boring. And in some like right. I'm now that I'm playing it a little bit, I can see because some people complain like it's boring. You don't really do anything. But if you kind of go into it, just expecting like, hey, I, I mean, it's, it's kind of an experiment. Like it's just you walk around, you explore this island, and the story kind of unfolds through this narrator. And the narrator yeah. is the player, um, and he's just narrating what's going on in this Island and in his life. And like, it, it just reveals more and more about the Island and what's going on. And it's, I, I'm kind of fascinated by it.
3: So, um, I mean, that sounds to me like kind of similar to journey. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, journey didn't really have gameplay. So much I mean, like yeah,
1: it. it had, it had some, but yeah, not, not much. Um, and that, and that was more about the music and the visuals and the, and this whereas this one's more about the narration and the writing, I guess. Um, but I mean if you look at that trailer for a second but yeah like it's that's pretty much the way the game works is that guy narrating with this music while you're walking around this kind of haunted island it's not for everyone <laughs> it's definitely not for everyone how about
3: how about Mitch will Mitch buy it are you gonna get it Mitch you gonna play I don't think game?
1: I don't know I don't know if Mitch would like it
0: see no, I don't I don't think I'm gonna get it
3: I don't think like I feel I feel
2: very anti-intellectual and stupid saying this but like you know I liked journey I didn't love it I've played some of Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery, and, like, I I don't see the big deal about it. Like, I, I feel, like, bad. I'm, like, all these, like, really great, like, games that you guys love and, like, everyone says are these great artful games. I'm, like, oh, my God, am I just a bro?
1: No, I think, <laughs> like, I mean, I, I worried, think for like, me, at least with Dear Esther, for me right now, it's just that it's, like, this is all... I can give to a game right now. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like,
3: well, this looks cool, so, but I mean, yeah, I was really disappointed like, with like what I, I felt can't, about I can't,
1: I can't play a Skyrim Sword, right Sword now. Yeah, I you can't can play. Hold your
3: child while also playing. No,
1: and that's what I did last night. Like, I all I need was the W button on <laughs> on my keyboard to play well, I can this do game. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so like that's that's really all I can give to a video game right now. And so it like that that so that's where my head is in terms of playing these kinds of games and. And I, you know, and so I think there's a spot for that for people that are kind of in that situation. But I, I'm really enjoying it, and I never expected much of it. I'm like, this game will probably be a little boring. You don't do anything. But, you know, when it's three in the morning and, like, I've got one hand free, <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah. I've usually only got one hand free, too. <laughs> uh, That's hey, disgusting. <laughs>
0: Oh, Root by the way, email. Anthony, before you get started, I just want to say I didn't get what was the big deal about Sword and Sorcery either, so we can be Thank you, unintellectual man. I, I just needed it to hear from one
3: of other person. Mean, I, 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 honestly, yeah, I, have, I haven't played it that much. So I, I yeah, I'm not, I'm not like... I haven't finished it, and I'm going to. But For me, it's more I like I
1: love, the, I love the atmosphere and the music and the art style, but as a game, it's not like, you know what I mean? But I didn't pay. I think I paid like fifty percent off for it, so it was like okay, I, whatever. I like yeah. So yeah. So you all want to go get some Budweisers sure. and go down to the creek <laughs> and fish? Play what and is, play some Black Ops.
3: One yeah. <laughs> um, of the things about uh,
2: Journey that, I, if I could just go back to that real quick, um, that was interesting is you know everyone talked about the emotional um, connection you had with your, your 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 buddy, you know whoever he was, and. I think I was trying to I was trying to figure out like why it ma- meant so much to people and I think and here like this is weird I think it's because when you know you press the button to like do your little Yelp thing or whatever uh, it's because it's no words it sort of reminds you of like an animal or a baby because like the way you describe it is like he's yelping you know which is the sound you would use to describe like an animal or a baby like in distress It's so like when Mitch you were talking about when you guys were in the snow and you and can't you guys even were yelp freezing. anymore. Yeah. And it's just like, and it's getting weaker and weaker. Like it just triggers like that. Emo- if it was like saying like, Hey, or Jason, we would get annoyed and make fun <laughs> of it. But because it's not words, it triggers that like the distress, the, the you know, we, this, this thing is in distress and it makes us feel like protective of it and stuff like that. That's my theory. Anyway, see, I'm not totally a bro. <laughs>
1: No, well, I since we're since we're kind of talking about like just uh, kind of casual gameplay experience, or whatever, I actually wanted to talk a little bit. This came up, and uh, Mitch did a pretty sweet piece. I'm gonna brag about it on him a lot because Mitch, Mitch won't talk
0: about it. What? I'll talk about it. <laughs> Thought you were introing it. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> Well, no, I was Never more. more it was more that you weren't back. gonna bra- that you weren't gonna brag on yourself,
1: and then I was gonna oh. try to make a joke about like that you were gonna brag on yourself because like you're full of yourself, but
0: that's not. It, just oh, it was... came. It came out as Mitch doesn't talk as a podcast joke to me. Yeah, <laughs> and
1: well, I kind of because I kind of lost the plot in the middle of it, <laughs> but but anyway, Mitch did a, a a really cool interview with um the mod team behind Daisy, which I guess Mitch, do you want to say what Daisy like? Everyone's been talking about Daisy.
0: Um, kind of in the last few days, um, so it's sure I, I can try. People to explain might not it. have I mean, even
1: heard about it, you know. Yeah,
0: but. I mean, I tried to explain it to my roommate earlier, and I just totally screwed up. So here we go. <laughs> See if I can do it. Okay, that's, um, fill me with confidence. That's good. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, so Daisy is a mod for Arma 2, and if you don't know what Arma 2 is, look it up on Wikipedia because it takes like ten minutes to describe Arma 2. It's, it's basically a, it's basically, a, it's a real set. Yeah, it's a military sim. It's in, like a lot more realistic than Battlefield or something. And like it's open world. Yeah, yeah. There's a 225 kilometer squared landscape in Arma 2, and what the Daisy Ma does is it takes that landscape and puts zombies on it, and then puts you in the landscape with the zombies and other players. And basically there's servers that have persistence. So if you log into a server and let's say you take like health damage and you log out, when you log back in, your character will still have that damage. So it takes all of ARMA's like, ridiculously realistic military sim stuff and then combines it with the zombie apocalypse and the fact that you have to compete with other, play- other players for supplies and things like that. When you have to eat you have to drink water like you can get fill up your
1: canteen in the pond um right now it's kind of glitched you can fill it up in the ocean too
0: um yeah that that shouldn't really be possible i mean that should <laughs> that should increase your thirst meter but whatever maybe the maybe in the zombie apocalypse the oceans turned to fresh water who knows but yeah so but yeah so that like the thing about Daisy is that it just gives you this huge thing to play around in. And because it's you against everybody else, you can either team up with people or there are a ton of, uh, like little stories going around. I think I linked a couple of them in the post of just this guy describing his journey through the area. And he would come upon these two guys. And since Arma has a directional, uh, voip program you can tell where people are and where they're talking like he describes ambushing these two guys and killing them and taking their supplies because of the directional voip just stuff like that is what's coming out of Daisy. well and it's really cool because um
1: yeah like the there's the directional voip which which is a, a feature that more games need actually um splinter cell chaos theory had it um when you played co-op uh do you remember this jeff
3: Yes. Um, yeah. Because you, I'm if still you, still sad we never finished that. <laughs>
1: if you talk too loudly, the enemy AI could hear you, and and so me and Jeff were like whispering to each other. <laughs> no,
3: our, still game. my favorite moment in the game. There were there was this room where these two guys were sitting and watching TV, and we both walked in like without talking to each other. We both like pointed our guns, and like somehow we managed to signal like when to shoot, and we just did ping ping and just got them both like with headshots. Yeah, it was amazing, and we, then we never finished it. And now you can't play the co-op. In yeah, the the, yeah, you can't room. play it anymore.
1: Yeah. So anyway, like it's got this um, directional void, but then it also has um, changing player skins based on your player behaviors. Hmm. So if you are a person that kills a lot of a lot of people, like a, not not a lot of zombies, but a lot of other players, you change into a bandit. So then other players immediately look at you and know that you're up to no good. When they see you, and if you're a guy that mostly kills bandits, then you turn into a rifleman, so people know you're kind of like a protector. So it's I don't it's, know if I
2: like that. I think it'd be more fun if you didn't know what people were. I mean, I I, I, I see the the pros and cons of both. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I feel like it would be more like th- in the, the the dynamic world that they're trying to create if it wasn't like that. You know,
0: I can. See well, that. I mean, you... I mean, this is still an alpha, so who's to say yeah. that'll stick around? Right, for right, right. Well, also
1: if you. Here's the thing. Also, if you die, then that's it. You know what I mean? Like, your character starts over. So it's kind oh, okay. of like so what you do with that character. Then, yeah.
2: Yeah. It, it helps. Then you know, like, okay, these people may be cool. Unless, of course, that guy's just being a rifleman until he gets a whole bunch of people with him and then has
1: like an arsenal yeah, exactly. of guns. Yeah. Um, it's, and, but and, this, all, and
2: all of his bandit buddies come over the hill and he's like, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Yeah, the, the sto- Guys were doing this.
1: The stories they coming out of
0: this cool. game are, are just totally incredible. Um, yeah, like players are banding together to build mass transit systems across the landscape.
1: And people are like, you know, holding up in towns and protecting each other. And, and what's really cool is that supplies, because um, that was my thing when I was first reading about the mod was like, well, then how do you get supplies and stuff? Supplies actually respawn inside of buildings. Like if so, if it's a barn, you're likely to find shotgun shells. Um, or things like that. If it's, like, a military warehouse, you're likely to find, like, bigger weapons. If it's, like, a regular house, you're bound to find, like, food. You can kill kill animals and cook them. Um, and so it's, like, just this hardcore survival. It's basically a game that a lot of people have wanted for a long time.
2: Yeah, this... I mean, I'm... The stories that you guys posted in an email thread, they were really, like, I was like, like I said, Nick, build me a computer. Yeah. Like, I'm ready to make the jump.
1: And the the average life expectancy is really only about four hours in the game. <laughs> four hours of game time. And then feeling, you die, and you're yeah. permanently dead, and then you start a new character. I am assuming
3: my life expectancy would be, like, 15 minutes. So.
1: <laughs> oh, another very cool thing is that it's... Um, it has dynamic day and night based on where the server is that you're playing from. So it's nighttime on the East coast and you jump in, it's going to be pitch black in the game, which is pretty cool. So it's, it's the, the, the whole concept is really fascinating. Anyway, all of that to say, Mitch did an interview with the, the guy behind it. And I think it came out great. The guy gave some really, really cool answers and raised uh, some kind of neat concepts about video games in general. I, I was just really surprised by how thoughtful he was. Not, not that, you know modders can't be but sometimes like you read what modders say yeah (laughs)
2: boobies (laughs)
3: boobies yeah you know
1: well sometimes you read what modders say and it's just it might be like a 16 year
0: old like european kid it's just like (laughs) you know i mean like you never know what you're gonna get or the guys behind black mesa source who are apparently huge douches are they really yeah i've heard that well the main guy behind it he like never mind it take too long to get into but yeah i hear he's not a nice person. But, anyways, yeah, like he said some. He said some asked, really Mitch. cool stuff. Yeah, thanks. I just wanted to basically find out like why he made Daisy and like what he thought about the fact that like it took a mod team to make a game like this when, you know, there's all these big studios that you know would want to get something like this out, but none of them have done it.
2: Well, what that was I actually my favorite question.
0: Well, one thing I really liked that he said about that. He says because it's it's a
1: risk because you can't. He's like what they want is a game where you can control everything and this game is all about letting players do whatever. And what most people want in a multiplayer game, I mean, when you think about like MMOs, like the way they control every quest and everything plays out exactly the same is they want. They want to be able to play test these experiences and have an experience a set experience that you just do over and over that they can control whereas this is like you're giving the players a world and trusting that they'll create their own stories. Right,
2: they want to keep you coming back with that $15 subscription a month, so they want to make sure you're happy, they want to make sure everything, you know, is yes, this is what players want, their numbers change so they feel good about it and everything like that, and this one is much more well, it's up to you guys to, you know, know, do this yourself and everything, and I think that, like you say, that scares them off. They don't want to take the risk of creating this big world and spending all this money for something that may you know, not be for as large an audience because it's, you know, something that's more uh, immersive than maybe they want.
1: And so uh, one of the responses I liked where he was saying, uh, he said, people want real emotions. They want something they can feel immersed in and interact with other people. They want experiences. The technology is there to do this. And it's been very frustrating for me to try to convince people in the industry that this is something we should be trying more of. So it's, it's pretty cool that um, that he just really wanted to see what happens when you have this persistent world and give players the tools to do it, and they create their own... Like, the fact that people are creating mass transit in the game is awesome.
2: That's really incredible. <laughs> like, it's sort of like... I mean, this could end up being the new, more uh, accessible EVE Online.
1: Yes. <laughs> Which, yeah, that's another game that's that's all about emergent gameplay and, and kind of a persistent world, and... Um, it that that's one nick described it best where he said eve is like what 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 do you say like hours and hours of really boring
2: for like 10 minutes of awesome yeah (laughs) yeah eve is i think we've all described it as like it's the game that we do not want to play but like i'll love to hear about you know like that that's the way i feel about it anyway like i
0: yeah, didn't you say like somebody should just make a newsletter for people to know what kind of cool stuff is going well, on? No, so yeah, there, so there, actually, is, there actually is a
2: site like yeah, that. Yeah, there should just be like, oh. a website. Like, oh, there no, is. There is yeah. Please, please don't. I'll direct my browser to it right now.
1: No, I, l- I linked it in the in the thing I wrote today. It's, uh... Uh, I haven't
2: seen that one yet. I was so fascinated with Mitch's. I haven't seen yours. Yes,
0: yeah. everyone everyone, go and read my interview. There's a lot of really cool answers in there. And uh, he raises some good questions about the current state of the industry and where they're taking Daisy. So you all should go read that.
3: Yeah,
1: it's, 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 it's a great piece. Yeah, there's the link. It's called EVE News. Um, oh, yep, just clicked on it. But uh, <laughs> that, that is one, because what recently happened in EVE, if you guys don't know, is for the burn cheetah Gita, and Jita is kind of the marketplace of the game, and basically they organized this huge player raid to say, like, let's just blow up all of the commerce in the game <laughs> because uh, people are always trading in Jita, and there's there's billions of dollars worth of of in-game money, which is worth real money. Yeah, they want to reset the economy, basically. Yeah, there's equipment, there's ships, there's frigates, like there's all kinds of stuff. And they've been planning this for months, saying like we are going to attack this. And for some reason, people were still dead there on the day that they said they would be there. Um, so the link that I posted in the article is, it's a link of the breakdown, it's the freighter list of shame, and it's how much money all of these things were carrying. When yeah, they all and got like blown descriptions
2: out. of what they all had. Like this one here says "moon goo," a lot of moon goo.
1: <laughs> well, here's one that had 17.2 billion dollars worth of stuff in it, and it had like a bunch of cloaks. And it had like a it had like ships. that had a whole bunch of crazy stuff.
2: And yeah, you're right because they did tell people they weren't trying to like be dicks and like just destroy everybody. They were like, "We're gonna do this," you know.
1: We're gonna blow be, up the economy. Don't be
2: here. On this day, because we're gonna, you know, make the economy crash. I mean, this is basically the real like, world
1: equivalent of people saying they're gonna like blow up Wall Street. Yeah, <laughs> you know,
2: if the FBI, you, listening ju- you to just
0: got podcast. put on the watch list. I know, I know. Yeah, please, <laughs> I'm not. That
2: was Eddie who said that.
0: Oh shit! I'm an extra national. God damn it, Eddie! If I wake <laughs> up in Guantanamo, I'm gonna be very pissed. <laughs>
1: But yeah but that's so that's another game where like uh the developer just and the developer said it was awesome that this was happening they're like great let's see what happens like
2: this is fucking cool i yeah. think that was an exact quote i think it's exactly what he said
1: yeah yeah but yeah so it's pretty wild i, I just think that kind of stuff is fascinating and i really am surprised along with the daisy guy that with what he was saying about like that it's, it is kind of frustrating that more developers haven't pursued this and it sounds like he's actually tried to talk to people in the industry and pitch some stuff before pretty cool stuff i definitely want to try it out very soon
0: yeah we should definitely get that going i want to i want to play daisy maybe maybe we'll try eve oh just kidding (laughs) let's not try eve i think i might disappear for a couple months come back and i'm like the freewheeling ceo of an intergalactic corporation no just (laughs) kidding i'm I'm a janitor on one of the space stations On the frigate with moon goo. Yeah. yeah. That goddamn moon goo spilled I was two days from retirement
2: and they blew up my moon goo.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I that was two days from retirement.
1: Nice. Yeah, I should link you, uh, we should put another link in the podcast. There was one video that me and Mitch were watching about Daisy, where it was two guys playing. They were trying to move through the countryside together and they came to a barn and they really wanted to go in the barn to see what kind of like uh, supplies it had inside of it. And do you remember this, Mitch? <laughs> they they came to a barn and they want to see what supplies it had inside of it. And then they see a zombie outside and they're like, okay, well, I'm going to take the shot. I'm going to kill it. And it's a military sim, so the weapons are very hard to shoot. So they take the shot and kill one zombie and then another zombie comes out of the barn. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they kill it. And then they strafe around and the barn is full of
0: zombies.
3: <laughs>
1: and then they all come like pouring out at them. And then one of them just runs and the zombies chase him. And the other one runs inside to check on the supplies. <laughs> but yeah, so those are the kind of stories that, that go on in the game. Um, That's funny. Yeah, I very much want to play it, and I could probably keep talking about how fascinated I am by the concept for a very long time, but I'll just leave it that. I hear
0: it's hard as balls to install, though.
1: Yeah, I hear it is kind of a pain to install. It's really interesting that he didn't really intend for people to play it like this, that he just was like, I really just wanted to release the alpha to test how it played on servers and stuff, and then all of a sudden it went, like, went viral, and now he's like, I didn't even have time to think about gameplay that much. <laughs>
0: Whoops. yeah he he said that he like collects stories of what he sees people doing online and he saved it all in one document and then the document just got too long for him to keep up with of things he was keep, uh trying to keep track of
1: pretty cool so i guess that is pretty much it for the podcast unless we've got anything else we want to talk about real quick uh, there was that the avengers was awesome go see the avengers
2: avengers was fantastic um there was that we uh story about nintendo um how iwata was saying that the. Uh, the Wii was able to reach a lot of new consumers, but they couldn't create the situation where new consumers played games frequently or for long periods of time, and so they could not sustain a good level of profit. Therefore, the Wii U will cater to core gamers first and mass-market gamers second because they say now, and this is something they always say, but I think...
1: They always do this.
2: But but they're, from what, what he's saying is, like, we didn't make as much money on the Wii as we wanted to because, you know we lost the core gamers. So I feel like maybe they're learning their lesson, but they are still releasing the Wii U, which will only be slightly more powerful than what we have now. And the core gamers are not going to want to play the Wii U. They're going to want to play the new consoles from Microsoft and Sony.
3: Well, I also have a feeling that a lot of the core gamers have been alienated by whatever the, fuck they've presented so far of the Wii U it Yeah, I
2: do not care about the Wii U and also I don't think the casual gamers are going to care about why do I need another Wii mm. you know like especially if they didn't play it that much and for long periods and they just are still playing Wii Sports why are they going to buy a whole new console I, I, I feel like Nintendo's I mean I'm really interested to see what happens because I feel like they've painted themselves into a corner that they aren't going to be able to get out of
3: it, it makes me sad to realize that there are still people playing Wii Sports that's just depressing
2: <laughs> me too. I the guy. This this guy I always fight with on Gamasutra. And uh, someone was listing like classic games, and he listed Wii Sports with like Mario and Zelda and all that. And I was like, it makes me sad that that's on there or whatever. And you know, he lambasted me for being like an elitist core game or whatever. And I'm like, uh, it's a it's it's a
3: foreign game. Like, There's not that much of it. When
2: when my 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 fiance's dad was sitting on the floor, having never really played any games since Pac Man, sits on the floor. The floor sitting and just flicks his wrist and beats everybody at Wii tennis. That is, and he's like, well, "That's cheating because you're not supposed to play it that way." I'm like, "No, why should you stand up and wave your arm around when you don't need to?" Yeah. I was like, so I like had to like leave that website for a while. But that's the thing. Like, it, it's just it. I I love all types of games. I got bored with Wii Sports within a half hour.
1: Yeah, and then this, now they're talking about all this stuff with Smash Brothers that the Wii U and the 3DS are gonna have to are gonna connect for Smash Brothers, for the next Smash Brothers to like yeah, really just, like integrate them. And I'm like, but then why do why do you have this fancy tablet if you have to hook up with the 3DS to like get the full experience anyway? Like I don't understand that at all.
2: And I don't know, like, I want to know who coined the term tablet because that's not a tablet, like. That's just it's a controller with a it's screen. A sl- it's, a that, sling, it's a sling. It's a sling. It's a box. box
0: yeah. yeah.
2: And it streams to the thing. And the thing that everybody seems most extremely happy about is, oh well, if my wife or kid wants to watch something on TV, then I can just you know switch the game to the that controller and play the thing on the screen. Then I'm like, well then, well first off, don't you have control of your TV? And like like uh, how chaotic is your life and TV situation that that's, that's going to be like a thing that happens all the time?
3: I think and, that's. I think it's reasonable that that could happen all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: but I mean it's like you know, you know, if that's the big selling point of a system, then like I don't know, I don't think that's
1: I feel like buy a handheld or like buy an iPad or something. Right. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Like
3: if that's the thing
2: you're most excited about. Yeah, why did you buy
3: a console yeah, in exactly. the first place? That's that's a exactly. better argument or, for it right there. <laughs>
2: yeah, put it in the T V in another room, you know. Like or tell your wife, you know what, you're gonna watch your stories when I'm done playing this crappy game. All
3: right? And that's why Anthony's divorced.
2: <laughs> i'm not divorced yet i have to get married first okay. go see the avengers that's the moral of the story mitch I, was right go see the avengers
0: thank you
1: yes uh, i hope too soon mitch who's right. your
2: favorite avenger hulk no spoilers hulk yes hulk is yeah. the right answer and then iron man yeah an iron man I like Thor a lot, too.
0: Yep. (laughs) We can't talk spoilers, so I can't say anything. All right, well, let's let's wrap this up. It has been a good (laughs) podcast, gentlemen.
1: If you want to follow GamerSushi on Twitter, it's twitter.com slash GamerSushi. You should rate and review the podcast. Um, Don't follow Nick. He doesn't care um, (laughs) if you follow him or not. He's
3: weeping into his beard right now. Like he heard you over the internet and he's weeping.
1: Now, he's Twitter.com slash Nick Camardo, right? He's Nick Camardo on Twitter, right? He's not like yes. Nick the Beard.
3: Yeah, I know. He's, he's Nick Camardo.
0: And uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter.com slash Eddie Rios.
3: I am Twitter.com slash on Square.
0: I am Twitter.com slash M-I-7-C-H.
2: Twitter.com slash AnthonyTaylor underscore.
0: Don't try and budge. I heard you.
2: I forgot the order that we went in
0: earlier. <laughs> oh, okay. quit it's budging. Quit budging. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, it's thanks for right listening.
2: How could I forget? End of cast.
1: Bye.
2: I'll budge when I want to budge.